Namaste. On the occasion of Valentine's Day, on the eve of Valentine's Day, I would like to say a few words about love. It's a big thing, big topic, deep topic, complex topic, but very loving topic. Everyone loves love because love is very powerful. Love does what drugs do. So, maybe even much more. So, a lot of books are written, almost all the movies are connected to love. It's a very profound topic. It's intimately connected to our deepest self. That's also the reason why it became such an intimate and important topic in life. The other day, someone asked me in the satsang, suddenly when we were talking about something else, so he asked me that, Sudhir, define love. What is love? It's a very difficult question. Suddenly someone asks, what is love? No, in a satsang where there are 50 people. So I said love is the nature of the self. The way we say joy is the nature of the self, freedom is the nature of the self, love is the nature of the self. In one of our Upanishads, Brihadaranyaka Upanishad, a big Upanishad, in fact, that is the biggest Upanishad, Brihadaranyaka Upanishad, there it says, Atmanastu Kamaya Sarvam Priyam Bhavati. We love everything because we love ourselves. It has to be understood properly. This is an elaborate uh, expression there, it's not an explanation, but a lot of statements are made that you love. Uh, your, your wife, not because you love your wife, but you love yourself. You love your children, not because you love your children, but you love yourself. So, in this way it goes on. So, so finally it says that you love yourself because you love yourself, because it's your nature. Love is your nature. It's there in you. You have to allow it to express itself. So, in our life situations, of course, love is not only confined to the partners. Love is, you no know, parents love children, mother loves the children, children loves mother, father, siblings, other family members, friends, so many things. We have love for a particular thing, love for your, uh, your job, you love certain things, you love music or dance or art. You love to travel. There is so much. There is, there is love in everything. If you carefully see, there is love everywhere in the nature. Love is in the nature. You look at the birds. You look at the animals. Um, we think that they don't know anything. They love their siblings. Uh, they love their, uh, their children. The animals and birds and everything. They take care of their offsprings. There is love there. So we may say it is just a... Um, a natural phenomena. So love is there in the, in the nature and we cannot avoid it. We need to understand a few things. Uh, one, here on the occasion of Valentine's Day, we talk about uh, 
a special type of a love that is with one person, a partner. So it's an occasion, just a Valentine's Day is an occasion where people celebrate, you know, in the corporate culture also, like they want to create more and more such things so that they can sell things, that's a different thing. But it's an occasion for us, we need occasions to, to celebrate, we need occasions to, to sit down and contemplate. That is why in India we have so many festivals, so many, so many festivals. You add one more Valentine's Day, it doesn't matter to us. That's how it is being added now. No problem. We have so many festivals anyway. Some festivals are meant to sit and contemplate, meditate. Some festivals are meant to celebrate. Some festivals are meant to bring us, uh, bring our focus to certain values. And certain festivals are meant to recognize the seasonal change and what we need to eat, what we don't need to, should not eat and all such things. So anyway, on the occasion of this Valentine's Day, uh, for, regarding this podcast, I would like to say one thing, that if you are already in a relationship, enjoy, count your blessings and enjoy um, your relationship. Uh, wonderful. So you celebrate Valentine's Day. Uh, but know what is going on inside. You need to also know something. And if you don't have a relationship now, if you are not in a relationship, if you are single, uh, and you should enjoy that also because it has its own advantages and it has its own, uh, you have your own freedom now. So, uh, and uh, you need to um, recognize that. And if you are feeling that you are uh, uh, missing something because you are not in a relationship and if there is a, a, a some sort of a deep pain, and then definitely you need to know a few more things. And we need to learn the essential principles of love and joy. So the other day, someone uh, sent a joke to me. It says, love is blind, marriage is an eye-opener. What is the difference between love and marriage? It says, love is blind, marriage is an eye-opener. Uh, interesting. So anyway, first let us uh, try to quickly understand the chemical aspect or the neurochemical aspect of the uh, love. There is a lot of studies they have now done. There is so much going on. They say love does what drugs do. Butterflies in the stomach when you meet someone uh, new. What is happening? You feel you experience butterflies in the stomach or blushing, all that. Uh, what is happening? Dopamine levels uh, surge in your system. Dopamine, more dopamine is produced and it gives that extra thrill. This gives intense craving to be around this person. And this leads to a uh, to production of a neurotrophin called nerve growth factor. So I'm using a lot of terminology. This is all, you know, you can find out everything. Google Guru or books, they give you all these things. So just briefly, we don't need to be doctors to understand so many things. All these, uh, this jargon gives many times confidence to people. Uh, when I keep telling something and when I tell people that, you know, observing silence will be good, some people come and tell me, hey, you have to, I only believe in evidence-based uh, studies. So then you just give some Google or Google, Google it out and say how the silence will help to grow the brain, how there is more uh, uh, connection that happens in the brain, how neurogenesis will happen. In the brain, you use some scientific terminology, then they believe you. It's a, it's a process what to do. So, uh, when uh, there is love, what happens is this uh, nerve growth factor uh, happens. 
which accompanies all the euphoria which is which in turn leads to emotional dependency emotionally when we are in love with someone uh, in the in the initial days there is a lot of dependency because we would like to be uh, craving to be around this person because uh, there is this extra thrill when you are around this person and the thrill comes from the surge in the dopamine levels and this what is this nerve growth factor it see in the brain cells in the earlier days of the science research the science is a continuous growing phenomena every time they say we know everything but after some time they keep changing sometime back they said that uh, uh, they used to say that uh, the brain cells when they die they won't uh, they won't be reborn again all other cells new cells are born but when something dies in the brain the uh, nephrons uh, are the uh, the brain cells essentially neurons neurons when uh, uh, not nephrons neurons when uh, they die they won't come back but now they talk about something else they call it neurogenesis now they say that brain continues to reorganize itself and create new brain cells throughout the life so the birth of the new neurons in the brain is called a neurogenesis so now this uh, nerve growth factor is one of a group of small protein like molecules uh, called as neurotrophins that are responsible for neurogenesis or development of new neurons for the health and maintenance of the matured neurons also so this nerve growth factor ngf decreases in the brain then the ability to form new connections and to retain and access the memories becomes affected nerve it it, it impairs the uh, forming of new connections in the brain uh, all this research is not a very conclusive research but what why we are looking into it now is this this nerve growth factor has a connection to our mood this nerve growth factor improves serotonin so so this is all connected to the uh, the mood and the how you feel feel happy uh, happy hormones so when one is in this love in the new early stages early stages this dopamine increases and actually serotonin levels drop that in turn will crank up the desire for uh, uh, the desire so it's essentially what is happening is a chemical cocktail so the love struck couples are all are infatuated with each other and the chemical composition of the new love uh, is similar to those who suffer actually ocd the obsessive compulsive disorder because it's like i want to be there in the presence of this person uh the difference between love and lust is that romantic love is controlled by the limbic system whereas lust is controlled by the endocrine system and parts of the hypothalamus prime the body for sex and the steroid hormones amp up this sexual desire so as the relationship starts solidifying that is when people become less obsessive and the bonding phase begins and then more serotonin starts producing and then more serotonin same time nerve growth factor becomes normal trust increases and that is when the oxytocin starts increasing another another hormone 
oxytocin oxytocin whenever you hug someone oxytocin is produced that's why we all like hugging so whenever you do some selfless work whenever you are doing some volunteering for example you are not in a good mood you go to a, a, an animal shelter try to take care of the animals abandoned animals and uh, orphaned animals or you go to a old age home or a uh, orphanage and you serve you feel good you go you feel good helping others why because serotonin is produced more serotonin is produced that makes you feel uh, comfortable your body feels comfortable so whenever you do something no task achievement of a task you want to do something and you do it and you feel good why because more dopamine is produced so you buy some things for yourself whenever you are doing you know some shopping you feel good why because more dopamine is produced this is a problem many times when people don't feel good they will go on shopping the temporarily they feel good why because temporarily dopamine is released into the system so whenever you do exercise endorphins are released whenever you laugh endorphins are released so everything whatever we are doing thinking feeling emoting and everything is connected to our endocrine system nervous system and our immune system that's why when people fall in love the immunity improves when they when there is a breakup the immunity goes down so all this is uh, we need to understand so oxytocin it makes the bonds stronger and also of course oxytocin is the one which floods the brain in the event of orgasm so longer the relationship less less the dopamine but increase of this uh, another uh, factor that is called crf so corticotrophin releasing factor which makes people miss each other oh i miss someone is that feeling comes from the increase of the crf so in men what happens is a small difference in there the vasopressin increases which is connected to the territorial behavior so a positive uh, aspect of it is that protection protectiveness the negative is people become possessive so men sometimes become very possessive of course women also can become possessive so that is when vasopressin becomes more so it promotes uh, also fidelity whenever there is a reduction in the vasopressin uh, people start uh, the men start uh, cheating so all this is uh, what i am trying to tell is that there is a big connection between uh, the the body mind emotions feelings and all that is why they are now talking about body mind medicine in olden days in the indian philosophy they didn't have all this terminology just this is i will call is all jargon this jargon was not needed because they intuitively understood that the mind is connected to the body and a healthy mind is important for a healthy body and healthy body alone is not enough to create a healthy mind this is very important a healthy mind is needed for a healthy body but healthy body alone is not enough to create a healthy mind health is very important is extremely important bodily health is of course important it promotes Uh, a sense of well-being which in turn can make us think better but we have to understand it is not a sufficient condition just because we are healthy we have big muscles uh, or a beautiful body is not necessary that we will have a healthy mind we need to create we need to bring in awareness there and understand so again what does uh, love do so they say that love makes you smart and fast the cognitive tasks task performance improves uh, because since love activates the brain's dopamine system so it boosts cognitive and motor skills also 
So falling in love is always beautiful. So if someone has never fallen in love, they won't understand what we are talking. Of course, that's why we are talking on the occasion of the Valentine's Day, uh, all these uh, nice things. So falling in love is beautiful. So if you are already in a relationship, enjoy, enjoy, and uh, what we call as uh, count your blessings, count your blessings, have a nice party, that's perfect. But the thing is, if you are not in a relationship, don't feel bad about it. Don't feel bad, that don't feel that you are missing something. Try to understand, bring in some, uh, some positive thinking to it. Try to say, think and uh, recognize that uh, you have your own advantages now. Being single is also having a lot of advantages. So you have to bring in some positives to it. Uh, focus on the positive. Whenever you are focusing on the positive, then uh, certain uh, parts of the brain will light up. And uh, that in turn will produce all these uh, happy hormones. You can again, there is a lot of research. I don't want, already I talked a lot of scientific jargon, so I don't want to say anything more. But uh, whenever you are focusing on the positive thoughts, it will automatically help you to feel good because it starts generating all these positive hormones. So, but it doesn't mean that you deny the feelings you have. So first thing is give yourself a few moments to recognize your feelings. Uh, the desire to have the company of someone close, fine, wonderful. But the most important thing is nurture the relationship you have with yourself. You have to nurture relationship with yourself. This is what I focus in my teachings. So when I am teaching here, all the things in the teacher trainings and everything, so I keep saying that joy is my nature. So I don't need to feel, uh, I don't need uh, the approval of someone to be happy. All these are not just positive affirmations. In Indian philosophy, it's not just about giving some affirmations. It's a lot more than that. We explain the whole thing behind, the whole theory behind. How is joy is my nature? Is like, you know, it's a lot of explanation is there. We need to understand it. So we need to focus there, uh, the, the positive side. So nurturing the relationship you have with yourself. So understanding that joy is my nature, and I don't need others' approval to be happy. And uh, smile is my birthright. And all this uh, needs to be uh, understood and it, you have to nurture it. You have to nurture it, practice it. Whatever you practice, you, you become an expert in it. If you keep on practicing, it becomes natural to you after some time. 10,000 times you repeat, you become an expert in it. So keep repeating it mentally, not just as a repetition, but with try to bring in some feeling into it. Then you see, it, it brings in a big miracle. Then, what else can be done? Like, for example, tomorrow if you're feeling something you're missing, come on, plan a, a, a date night with a friend who is also single, and then you, you meet together, spend some time, eat some chocolates, uh, maybe a, a glass of wine, because chocolates uh, you all know very well. Chocolates are connected to... Uh, when you fall in love also eat chocolate, when there is a breakup also a person eats chocolates because chocolates have phenyl ethyl amine. It's an amine it's a, and, and also serotonin. So both are mood lifting agents. Uh, that is why they, they are released when we are happy. Our feeling of love and passion and lust, this causes a rapid mood change. A raise in the blood pressure, increase in the heart rate, feeling of well-being, all this uh, bordering euphoria, all this happens um, uh, whenever uh, uh, this uh, phenylethylamine or serotonin are produced and uh, they, chocolates, they have that. That's why 
there's a big connection between uh, chocolate and then uh, love so eat some chocolates maybe have a glass of wine or whatever and then uh, spend uh, some nice uh, time with your friends send uh, also send your love and uh, positive thoughts to your friends and family members uh, maybe you go to a to volunteer volunteer in a, as i told like an animal shelter or an orphanage or something do something nice you feel good and then keep moving and uh, repeat positive affirmations and if there is any bigger pain and want to deal with the breakup i also posted earlier after a breakup a couple of podcasts listen to them and then uh, then this is what is important and this is what is important so enjoy uh, the company of yourself so seeking the company of others is wonderful but um, also enjoy the company of yourself along with the company of others because in the company of the other you are indispensable i keep asking people one question is that is there one experience in your entire life where you are not there is there any one experience in your entire life where you are not there no you are the center of your universe uh, so even everyone of course but your world you are the center you are the most important person and love yourself love yourself understand that joy is your nature with that feeling relate to the other person it makes it beautiful valentines day is beautiful and other days are also equally beautiful these are just occasions to have some fun and celebration uh, but if you are single just don't feel bad actually count your blessings that you are single you have less headaches many other so, uh, happy valentines day when i was yesterday posting the uh, podcast i thought of saying a few more things but then once uh, the podcast crosses 20 minutes i will uh, i generally want to uh, quickly stop it and it slipped off my mind what is very important in a relationship is not just a relationship is better to be alone rather than in a relationship where there are a lot of problems in the sense of toxic relationships which really harm the person in a relationship what is important is the health of the relationship the healthy relationship is where there is a trust understanding respect mutual respect and forgiveness so there should be trust understanding respect and forgiveness so if this is not there if one partner is trying to dominate or uh, control or become possessive and and not giving freedom doesn't trust so this is this is no the quality of the relationship the health of the relationship is as important or more important than just having a relationship somewhere i always remember buddha use uh, says in his teachings of dhammapada he says it's better to be alone rather than in the company of someone who is uh, who is uh, not not good so it's better to be alone rather than in uh, no in a relationship which is not health healthy so physically verbally or emotionally so this should be uh, also kept in mind so wish you all a wonderful healthy and happy valentines day
namaste and welcome so today i would like to say a few words about trust trust is a very important aspect of our life our whole life depends on trust we begin our life with trust the mother tells this is your father we trust when we begin our life we trust our parents if any problem is there we will call our mom mom is the first one whom we trust any problem we will say mom because mother is there to take care of us mother is infallible so when we talk about trust it comes from the concept of we believe we believe in the ability truthfulness and reliability of the person trust is defined if you look into google i think it will be somewhere like this the definition will be like the firm belief of a person or thing in the truth reliability and ability ability the truth reliability and ability of a person or thing is defined as a trust is almost a correct comprehensive definition why i am saying almost because somehow this definition doesn't include yourself because when we talk about philosophy we say that we have to believe in ourselves swami vivekananda the first saint who went to the west to teach about spirituality philosophy afterwards everybody followed in late 1800s 1896 or sometime he said even if you believe in all the gods and goddesses and everything if you believe in all the theologies it's of no use unless you believe in yourself so we talk about the trust in oneself that's a different thing but let us begin with the uh, with this concept with this very important attitude of trust we need to trust whole life is based on trust trust in the totality trust in the universal principles trust or what we call for example if we are sleeping in the night we 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 believe that we will wake up in the morning a firm belief we will wake up in the morning this is the trust when we are uh, uh, going by the flight we trust we trust the technology we trust the pilot we trust uh, everything when we are going to a school as children we trust our teachers that's how many times wrong things are given to us and we still we trust that's why when we learn wrong things to correct them it takes a long time because we were trusting them we trust our parents as infallible but as time progresses we understand they are also human beings they have their limitations so is the fallibility so trust is the basis we trust the science that's so for every time when every time i am trying to teach something people say oh is it scientific when i try to teach them jalaniyati they say some people come and say oh this is there is no scientific evidence i did never understand what is scientific evidence because the whole science is based on belief you believe you believe the science today they give you a theory and then you believe and then after some time they change the theory and then we believe the new theory they develop a medicine we believe and we take that medicine and there are so many side effects to it they won't tell about them we believe that it is all good and then after some time silently they will take out that medicine they will withdraw that medicine we don't even know so because it has so many so many side effects so we still believe 
we keep believing whole life is based on the trust we believe our uh, our parents we believe our partners we believe our teachers we believe the media the most uh, dangerous belief but somehow we believe we believe the print media we believe the the tv media the, we think that anything which is printed is right we believe in google we whatever is written on google is considered as a truth whenever i try to say something about uh, the certain yoga philosophy parts some people comments are the pranayama things some people comments say oh google there is something else so this is why i keep using the word google guru because uh, google yes uh, whatever we want we can write in google so we can write blogs so we trust them because just it is written it is on the google it looks like uh, truth it looks like a bible so anything which is uh, written in sanskrit also sometimes it used to be like this in india when something is written in sanskrit they used to think it is all from vedas so they can believe it no if i know sanskrit i can also write so this way we have to understand our whole life is based on belief our relationships are the most fundamental aspect of our relationship is trust then comes the other aspects understanding respect forgiveness all these are very important aspects of relationships but trust is the most basic thing i don't need to emphasize too much about trust trust is connected to many of our neurotransmitters oxytocin and many other things i don't know like no you can google they will try to connect the trust to many endocrine systems uh, many many of the hormones which are connected to the endocrine system so what we have to understand is that when you trust automatically these hormones are released so because everything which is subtle which it affects the physical anger is subtle an emotion is subtle and it produces an electrical impulse in the brain which is physical which in turn will affect your nervous system and your endocrine system and it will produce hormones so probably i don't know they have to do lot of research work if they inject some hormones maybe we will get those uh, attitudes or something still they haven't worked on this area they have to work a lot on this area science has to do lot of things but they will do only when they get some money out of it now they are going to sit and uh, work on uh, finding a solution for corona virus they will try to find a find a solution uh, uh, a vaccine or a medicine for it but they will never go into why it has come into it they will never they will give some random theories and some people will give a theory that it came from bats or some other animals some people will say that they will confuse you actually if you look at it carefully they will confuse you because some people will say that if you eat animals it will give rise to these viruses because all these viruses are in the animals and then they are not harmful the animals to the animals but if you eat those animals then they come into your body and then they will harm you some people will come and vehemently say that no 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 eating there is no evidence that eating has given this it has just come from these animals by by transmission through the air or something like that so they will they will confuse you actually that is how they survive uh, the whole food industry survives whole medical industry survives based on confusion because uh, different conflicting evidence will be given to us and then we are confused when we are confused uh, we will take to what we like what we like our likes and dislikes in sanskrit we call them as raga and dvesha raga strong likes dvesha strong dislikes strong likes and dislikes 
will operate when when there is confusion for example i may like a particular taste i may like a taste of a say strawberry imagine i like strawberry somebody comes with uh, with a strawberry jam and tells me that there is poison in this strawberry jam will i ever eat it i'll say oh i love strawberry but uh, i love strawberry i love strawberry jam but not this because there is poison in it i am very clear clarity will remove this thing when we are absolutely clear we know that you no know, we jump from the 10th floor of the building we will we will we will die or probably we will hurt ourselves we will never jump from a 10th floor uh, we will jump if there is enough protection maybe, maybe there is a net there or something so when certain things when we are absolutely clear as children we may go and catch a snake we may go and put our finger in the fire we may go and finger in the plug uh, because as children we were ignorant when we know we won't be carried away by our likes and dislikes when complete clarity is there see many times people are not completely clear about uh, smoking is bad or drinking is bad or drugs are bad because deep down somewhere they think it is bad but it is not so bad it's not really bad now you can still survive for a long time by taking drugs or alcohol or smoke or something because they look around and they see that somebody is smoking and they are surviving so that's what we call as uh, there is knowledge but there is no wisdom because uh, there is something a gap a gap between information and knowledge a gap between knowledge and wisdom and there is a gap between wisdom and steady wisdom so i may talk beautifully but i may not be living what i am talking because talking is different from living so this is what we need to understand when we come to trust we are talking about the trust so we need to understand that the the hormones are not giving rise to trust it is the trust if you have that ability to trust that ability to trust will automatically uh, produce certain uh, hormones which make you feel good which make you feel comfortable so what happens we begin our life by trusting our if you remember as a children we were trusting completely we trust everything we trust the hand which is holding us we trust the the lap of the mother we we is absolutely innocent absolutely innocent unfortunately we have a little bit of ignorance at that time but uh, if you just remove that ignorance and keeping that innocence will be absolutely beautiful most beautiful thing as children being child being a child means being innocent not childish but child like child like means very innocent and it will be amazing because it just is nothing but joy when we look at children you just get the joy that energy of the children the curiosity the enthusiasm the energy the playfulness and all the joy but why we are not having it what happened to us as children we were having the same things we were having enormous enthusiasm curiosity energy playfulness and and open mindedness and then trust then what happened in course of time that is what is the problem we are being programmed we are being programmed by the ignorant that is why in upanishads in bhagavad gita in all the important spiritual texts in india say that it is like blind leading the blind so unfortunately the people who have trained us they don't know Uh, they don't know so they have put in lot of wrong programs in our mind so we lose the ability to trust as time is progressing we start losing the ability to trust 
so that is the most sad part the most unfortunate part the most sad thing is that we start losing the ability to trust we should not lose that we should not lose the ability to trust what should we do to uh, keep that innocence alive what should we do to keep that uh, that ability to trust alive we have to understand this so we need to work on this we have to recognize that our whole life the joy depends on trust so if we start losing that ability it's a strong ability it's like no your muscles are becoming weak then it is uh, not nice so you have to strengthen your muscles the same way we have to strengthen our ability to uh, trust what should we do and you tell you ask yourself you ask yourself how i should not uh, lose the ability to trust so it comes from very many 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 ways uh, one thing is that you first start trusting yourself this is the most important thing you trust in yourself trust in yourself <clears throat> sorry you trust in yourself you understand that joy is coming from within you you are the source of all joy you are the source of everything you are the center of your world is there one single experience in your entire life where you are not there can you show me one experience in your entire life entire life so far whatever you lived can you show me one experience in your entire life where you where you are not there you are the boss of your life you are the center of your life trust in yourself what is most important is trusting in oneself trusting in the nature of oneself i am joy you should trust in that and just see how it operates why you have to distrust uh when i am saying that joy is the nature of the self there are sometimes you know people will object they say oh joy is not the nature of myself um, unhappiness is my nature sorrow is my nature come on i am telling you a nice thing why don't you believe in a nice thing when i am saying you something nice why don't you try to believe that is what we call as a firm belief and then look into it with an open mind understand that trust is going to uh, make a big difference first start with trust trust in yourself trust in your abilities trust in your even in your weaknesses yes i am weak doesn't matter i accept my weaknesses and from there i move on so but still i trust myself i fail doesn't matter i fail 10 times then i get up the 11th time 12th time 13th time doesn't matter as children you just think of it as children we fell many times before we walked we fell many times before we ran but we never complained we never said that oh, i am failing i am i am i am just i cannot stand and you know we never gave up that's how today we are standing we make mistakes as children so trust in yourself make mistakes doesn't matter don't be afraid of making mistakes but go ahead go ahead trust in yourself make mistakes fail a few times but don't focus on the failures say that just remember recollect as children we failed many times in many things but we grew very fast very fast very fast because we were having that deep inner trust we didn't even know that we were trusting ourselves we, there was this quality of trust because trust is a quality it is not in trust in something not trust in parents or not trust in a teacher or something as children if you carefully observe we trust in everything but we were told don't trust new people don't trust strangers don't you know this is how we are being programmed many times as children we quickly can be programmed children can be programmed very quickly that is how we have been programmed that you have to earn your happiness happiness is not there you have to earn it 
So this is how we are told. I have been told hundreds of times by so many people in the last so many years when I was interacting with people, they tell them, the parents tell, don't, don't your joy is not your nature. You have to earn it. You have to earn money. You have to earn uh, connections. You have, to you have to be successful. Then you earn your joy. This is a complete wrong programs, but we trust. That is how we have been programmed in the wrong way. The biggest difficulty is in reprogramming ourselves. Unlearning is always difficult. Unlearning. See, in spite of all my training, my English is still Indianized English. I cannot speak like a British. I cannot speak like an American, though sometimes I try to imitate as cow fast and all that. I can still not imitate because that's not my programming. Unlearning is so difficult. The same way we have been, uh, we have been programmed in many ways. But basic, if you observe carefully, there is this inherent ability to trust. We have to get it back. First, we should start trusting ourselves, trusting our nature as joy, trusting uh, our our failures even. I'm saying when I say trust your failure, what I mean is accept your failures. We are bound to fail. When we try to do something, we will fail. But then we grow also. For fear of failure, people don't take up, then they stagnate. Then they cannot do anything. Of course, you do your bit of planning work and other things, but you go ahead. So now what is important is trust also in the totality. The universal principles, we have to trust in them. If we understand, this is not an easy thing, I agree. This is not an easy thing. We call it in Indian philosophy as a trusting in Ishwara. Ishwara is not God, not trusting in some God sitting somewhere who is partial. No. Trusting in Ishwara, the universal intelligence. Because universal intelligence is not partial to any one person. No preference for a nationality, gender, age, nothing. They are universally applicable. The totality will do according to the laws of nature. That's what we call as dharma. So, for example, today if I am suffering, I have to just take, own it up. I have to accept my suffering. And he says, come on, I am suffering. It's okay. I know. I'm, I know. It's not suffering. is not nice. I don't want to suffer. But this is the reality of the present moment. So, I accept it. And then I try to learn from it. I try to learn from it and uh, I try to also learn the universal principles we have to trust the universal principles we have to first understand them and then trust them first understand gravity then don't jump from the 10th floor without any protections similarly understand electricity you won't you will never put a finger in the plug understand how to use the knife you will take care of yourself you won't cut your finger by accident you may cut your finger but then you still know next time you will be more cautious in using something so this is what i call as understanding universal principles when it comes to karma actions we understand the universal principles they don't make any distinction even if i am praying to some god or goddess uh, the karma is not going to be wiped out i may just feel good about it this is what in indian system we say that you have to take care of your actions and take responsibility for your actions and the outcomes will come from the totality. So trusting the totality becomes very important. Trusting oneself 
and the trusting the universal principles that they are not having special preferences to some people. They are equally applicable to everyone. So this is where we believe in karma. Karma is, uh, Nahal has made jokes, karma is not a bitch. Karma is not someone, is like a cop catching you somewhere. Karma is just a universal principle of action and outcome. So we have to understand properly, believe in that, and take care of our physical actions, verbal actions, mental actions. So similarly, when we're talking about trust, we should not break the trust of others. And similarly, when some others break our trust, we should have the resilience. We should have the capacity to fight back, come back, uh, from that situation. We should have that capacity to, yes, people are people. Everyone has their, uh, uh, the freedom given in actions. All of us have freedom in action and all of us have freedom in response. So understanding this also, we can take care of just protecting our valuable thing. See, the ability to trust is a beautiful, a beautiful quality, inner wealth. We call it like an inner inner wealth. If you are having, you imagine if you are having a million dollars, it's uh, it's a wealth. What we call it's uh, you have your bank balance, a big uh, big money, five hundred thousand dollars. Imagine or one million. So it's a big thing. You can use it sometime. Similarly, these qualities of uh, uh, self confidence, uh, non judgmental attitude towards oneself and others, and trusting oneself. This is a very amazing quality, inner quality, inner wealth. We call it Lakshmi. Lakshmi is considered as the goddess of wealth. When we say Lakshmi is goddess of wealth, it's not just external money. External money is nothing. It's one, just one aspect of it. The inner wealth. Inner wealth is very powerful. The positive qualities, positive attitudes. Trust is a very amazing thing. Every time we have a breakup or some problem when people have, uh, people uh, break our trust, and the ability to trust gets depleted. So we have to come back from that situation and we should get back our wealth. It's exactly like, you know, somebody uh, took away something from you. You are traveling somewhere in some country, you know, in, you know, in Mexico or you know, in somewhere in some country and somebody took away your things. Uh, but then uh, I'm giving Mexico just as an example, not to do anything else. It can be anywhere else in the world. It can be anywhere in New York downtown also. So somebody, you know, mugged you. Uh, but then I don't want that to happen. But I'm just giving as an example. Somebody mugged you. And then, you know, you, you fight back. You come back. You come back and say, okay, okay it happened once. That doesn't mean that it's, uh, uh, life is like that. You don't stop traveling. You will be more informative. Now you will be more informed. Now you, similarly, when sometimes some people break our trust, uh, you, you, instead of asking why me or why these people did it, understand that uh, uh, we haven't understood them properly. So we should develop that quality of discernment, understanding people carefully, uh, and then focus more on that. But when we're trying to understand people, it is not without trust. You trust, but same time, you are more open. Your eyes are open, ears are open, everything is open, and then you are watching you are not watching with suspicion, but you are watching with trust, positivity, and joy. Because please remember, when you are positive, you are the one who will get all the benefit. 
the peripheral benefit comes to others if i am positive if i am having lot of energy my my wife and my family members will get the benefit the first beneficiaries of my energy positive energy is me the secondary beneficiary comes to the people who are close to me and the tertiary benefit goes to my students or people with whom i relate and the world at large so remember this point as long as you have these positive qualities so you will you will really be joyful they are all connected to that whenever i am becoming negative whenever i lose trust i don't experience my true nature which is unconditional uninterrupted joy so work on trust why i am talking this this corona virus time people are losing trust have trust this is a pro- this is not new in the world there were many viruses there was the smallpox chickenpox cowpox there was the tuberculosis uh, there were uh, there were many other infections like hiv and many other viruses uh, all these uh, what is it uh, forgot a cow uh, mad cow disease swine flu Uh, dengue there are there are hundreds of uh, viruses and bacteria and diseases in the world tapeworm uh, filarial infection so many infections we we came through them so have courage have positive state of mind positive state of mind do what needs to be done take care but don't don't lose uh, trust in the totality what is happening also can be a, a what we call as a as a karma we call it a collective karma uh, is unfortunate this is my theory is that a lot of people are eating away a lot of animals uh, indiscriminately killing animals for the sake of their just taste buds which is also not right every animal has the right to live so all this you know we don't know really it's just my theory or my just my imagination that we are we are very very cruel as human beings we are very cruel to other living beings many of them we may not be you and i may not be doing that but we share the space so unfortunately or fortunately uh, we share the karma like for example if i am very disturbed i am unhappy my wife will be affected by it automatically it happens so why why she should suffer because i am unhappy but because she happens to be my wife and she is sharing the same space so similarly we are unfortunately or fortunately whatever you call it we are sharing this space this planet earth with lot of people who are very cruel they are killing animals they are indiscriminately doing a damage to the nature and in the name of science also a lot of damage is happening when plastic was invented everybody was happy for so many years now you see the damage which they are doing genetic modifications so many things are happening so we have to go through it we don't have any escape but keep up that positive spirit uh, and then uh, uh, trust in yourself and uh, trust in uh, yoga and continue your yoga meditation and everything the totality uh, is there to take care is not there to punish there is nobody there punishing us so please keep this in mind uh, enjoy the coming spring season it's not such a nice time now because of this virus people are not able to travel they have to change they have to cancel a lot of things uh, the the whole uh, and the business is getting affected jobs are getting affected but we have to go through this uh, this crisis which is a temporary crisis in my opinion so i wish you all the best let us meditate more let us try to develop more cheerfulness and more community support we should all support each other support your friends and family members with some cheerful things uh, some nice things and keep the trust in the totality totality is not doing any punishment to us is just the effect of 
the overall universal principles so i wish you all the best and uh, enjoy the uh, coming uh, weekend and i'm sure you will be able to do that this is a blessing in disguise because we can spend more time probably with our family members and all and stop traveling internationally and maybe locally we will travel cook your food in your house please at least do this for a few days because many times people are eating outside all the time so maybe they can spend some time cooking exploring the cooking and have some fun put some music so do some yoga have some and laughter So I wish you all the best. I love you. Oh.